Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Thursday, September 15, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We're here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Thank you so much for sharing with everyone. The call grows more and more every single day. Um, if you ever miss one, you can head on over to WhenDreamsCollide.com. That's www.WhenDreamsCollide.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page and all the replays are there. Uh, we've been having a little technical difficulties the last two days, so I haven't been able to post the calls from the last two days. I know quite a few of you have been asking about it, um, but hopefully we'll be able to get those two days, last two days as well as today up so you can go back and catch um, the replay later on if you want to listen again. But thanks for joining us live anyway. Um, also, while you're on the homepage for When Dreams Collide, be sure to subscribe to the mailing list that's there. Become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner. We've got some exciting things coming up. We'll share with you guys there first. And then, ladies, head on over to Straight Talk Woman Talk, or you can just go to straighttalkwomantalk.com, uh, straighttalkwomantalk.com, uh, and get connected. It's a kingdom principle-based platform grounded in authenticity and truth with no judgment. Women are able to get the principles they need taught in a way that they can receive it for a life of substance and significance. And so right now we're doing special features. So we got a different woman every week coming on and sharing her testimony, their story. And, man, it's so powerful and incredible at the same time. So you want to get connected there, straighttalkwomantalk.com. And for those of you that are out there working every single day to provide for your family, head on over to builditforyourlastname.com. That's builditforyourlastname.com. Dot com. My husband and I strongly believe that an inheritance is what you leave for people, but a legacy is what you leave in them, and it's time to stop hustling for your first name and begin building something of significance for you and your family's last name. And so we got the gear that's there. we got shirts and hats uh, as well, so go ahead and check it out. Get yours today. And for those of you who like a good home-cooked meal, head on over to The Wilkins Kitchen. The Wilkins Kitchen on Instagram and Facebook. TheWilkinsKitchen.com is coming very soon. I'm working on that right now. So I'm so excited to share all of the fun things that uh, I, I prepare for family and for friends and stuff when they come over to visit. I love to cook. And thank you guys so much for your support and for subscribing on the special offer page. Um, I have something special I'll be sending out to you guys later on today. So head on over to TWKSpecialOffer.com, TWK as in the Wilkins, the Wilkins Kitchen, SpecialOffer.com. Get connected there as well as on our social media pages, uh, and I'll be sending that out later on today. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get this call and this party started this morning. If you're driving, please be safe, put in your earpiece, your stationery, get out your pen and your paper. We ask that you post your notes on social media. Use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it. Honey, won't you come onto the line and say good morning to our VIPs? Oh, absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision. Impact partners, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, did you hear me clearly this morning? I said I am excited about your future. 
That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. It's all a part of the plan. It's all a part of the plan. Let me say that one more time. It's all a part of the plan. It is very true, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, you and I can put together our plans. My dad used to always tell me, son, the fastest way to make God laugh is to tell him what you've got planned. Because it's all a part of the plan, not a part of my plan, not according to my will, but your will. My favorite scripture, Proverbs 19.21 says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but only God's purpose for that man will prevail. In other words, you and I, we've got magnificent plans. Have you ever sat there and planned and written out and detailed out and thought about how you were going to get something done, how it was going to be accomplished, only to discover later on that everything that you've written, everything that you've done has prepared you for a world that no longer exists. It's all a part of the plan. You know, you've got to sit down with the planning. I, I believe in planning. But you've got to sit down and make sure that your plan is in, is in alignment with the plan to make sure that, number one, you don't waste your time. Number two, you don't fall into a trap of wishing for something to happen because you don't get what you wish for. You only get what you work for. What is what is the plan? You know, if I, if I was the 1,000% transparent, I had no plan of doing what I'm doing today. My plans when I was much younger, my my plan uh, was to work in the corporate world. I wanted to be a vice president of a large company of some sort. I had read magazines and seen some books, and and I had seen Black Enterprise, and I just knew, I just knew my goal, my objective was to be in Black Enterprise as a vice president of some company, some Fortune 500 company. I wanted, yeah, I wanted my name on the door. I wanted my rubber tree plant in the corner. I wanted to have an office that looked over downtown. And uh, I just wanted to be able to just be in that environment, be in that situation, be in that setting. And I worked for it. Oh, man, I worked for it. I, I started working for a company. Can't tell you the initials of it, but, I mean, I can't tell you the name of it, but its initials are AT&T. And uh, <laughs> I, get to, I get there. I'll never forget uh, hearing some friends of mine when I was on my couch because I had got kicked out. Uh, of the house, uh, but that's a whole different topic. I got kicked out the house, or I had got permanently displaced <laughs> uh, from the house. And here I was uh, on my friend's couch at the time, all of my clothes, all of my belongings in trash bags, uh, and I'm lit, laying on this house. A couple of friends of mine come in, uh, ranting and raving about the job that they had just uh, that they had just gotten. Now, at the time, I'm making two dollars and fifteen cents an hour as a waiter at Golden Corral. Now, you can't leave Earth until you have the Golden Corral bread, all right, with the butter that's on it. And for those of you on the diet, don't worry, we got some tea for you. But anyway, so I'm on the couch uh, working at Golden Corral. Uh, a few nights I had slept in my car and woken up and gone into, the, uh, gone into Golden Corral, taking a shower, uh, a wash-off shower. They call it a monkey bath. I had taken that in the bathroom and still served food. Uh, but, but, but anyhow, I was on my friend's couch. Some weeks went by, uh, stopped by his house. He said, yeah, man, you can stay here until you get back on your feet. 
and I'm overstaying at Noah's house. Hmm, that just hit me. I was staying at Noah's. Oh, we all need a Noah sometimes. You know, Noah, he built the ark. And if you ever get with a Noah, someone who knows, they will cover you. But anyway, so I'm staying at Noah's house, and uh, I'm on his couch. Two buddies of mine come in. They say, hey, we work in this job. Uh, they've, got, they've got debt. They've got offices. And not only do they have offices, you get to dress nice. And not only do you get to dress nice, uh, it's in the A.C. You don't have to walk around asking, do you want uh, some rolls t- this afternoon or this morning? You don't have to do any of that. You can sit right there with the Dale computers, black Dale computer stations, and you can make some phone calls. And in my mind, all I saw was a movie that I had seen before called Boiler Room, where these guys were making millions of dollars on the phone with some black Dale computers. And uh, I said, okay, well, I'm going to go to an interview. Um, I go into my trash bag, yeah, not into my drawer, not into my closet. Matter of fact, some of you, you ought to just thank God for what you do have and stop complaining about what you don't have. See, when you start complaining about what you don't have, it's because you've taken your eyes of what you do have. I'll never forget, once I got that picture, mm, I got a picture, I got a vision when I was sitting on that couch of a portrait of possibilities, and that pulled me off the couch, took me into the trash, pulled out the only black suit that I had, and uh, I went and ironed it. I had ironed that suit so many times. My black suit uh, had a little shimmer and a little shine to it, if you know what I mean. I took that suit. I ironed it. I had one blue shirt, a blue and yellow tie. I had learned how to tie a tie, so I tied my tie. I put on some oil, and I didn't have uh, some shoe polish, so what I did is I took some Vaseline. Oh, man. Mm. Took some Vaseline, put it on the shoes. I get in my 1992 Chevrolet Lumina, squeaking and leaking. I get over there, take my little resume over there, and uh, I sit down, I, I interview with the lady, my friends have told me, hey, they're going to start paying us uh, $8 an hour to be on these phones. That's what they had started getting paid, $8 an hour. And we're going to be calling customers, residential customers, trying to sell them long-distance services. I said, $8 an hour, AC, sitting down, beats $2.15 an hour uh, walking around. So I get to the interview. I sit there. I tell the lady I sell myself on uh, I sell her on who I am and what I'm going to bring to the company, uh, my hunger, my tenacity. I start telling her my plans. I start telling her what I was going to do. And she says, sir, uh, uh, we've got another opening. Hmm. It's all a part of the plan. <laughs> we've got another opening. You're not going to be on residential. Uh, you're very sharp. I love your suit. Hmm. Uh, we've got uh, we've got an opening. We've got one more opening for the business department. Hmm. Uh, in the business department, we're going to start you at $11 an hour plus bonuses and commissions. We, we are just now starting this new campaign. Uh, we just started it, and we've been looking to fill this last spot. And uh, I said, all right, I'll take it. Uh, let me think about it for one second. Yeah, I think that'll work. Uh, $11 an hour versus $2.15 an hour. And uh, so I get in there. Everybody is twice my age. Uh, but um, I, I'm excited. I had learned a lot. 
I sat and studied a lot, and so I started working those phones. I started working those phones, and, and I didn't have any children. I didn't have any. I didn't have anything to lose. All I knew is I had to get off this couch. And uh, so I would get there dark 30 in the morning. I would leave dark 30 at night. I was working harder than the sun. I was working, and I was working. And six months later, got the first promotion. Uh, they said, um, yeah, you've been the top salesman already, and we don't even know how, how you're doing it. So they, they promoted me. They said, okay, we're going to take you from, from being on the phones, and we're going to give you a team of 14 people. It's all a part of the plan. And I started working there, and, and, and then I grew some more. For the next two years, we became the number one producing organization for AT&T's Southwest Reasons. They started taking us all over the, all over the country, giving us great rewards and, and all of these types of things, and, and it's all part of the plan. And, and I go from being on the couch to pulling my suit out the trash to putting Vaseline on my shoes to doing the interview to going from $2.15 an hour to $11 an hour to number one salesman to number one sales supervisor. Then I get a phone call. We want to uh, interview you for a position at our corporate office. I said, uh, no problem. They said, yeah, it, it, starts, it starts at $32.5 a year. $32.5 a year? I'm, I'm, I'm 20 years old, $32,500. I interviewed for the position. They said, no, we're not going to give you 325. We're going to give you 35,000 plus bonuses. I get there. We go from taking that corporate facility to the number one producing organization, had a staff of 60 people. And uh, for six years, would you believe that the kicked out teenager, uh, he didn't get on crack cocaine. The kicked out teenager didn't commit suicide. The kicked out teenager didn't commit murder. He committed his works unto the Lord. And now we look up today from sitting on the couch with one suit. I got three different tailors. From a Chevrolet Lumina to a Porsche and a Maserati. From one pair of shoes to 30 pairs of Gucci and Ferragamo and Ostrich and Gators and this and that. From a team of 60 to a team of thousands. Do not despise small beginnings. It's all a part of the plan. Boy, you better tell that story on this morning for the people and bless everybody. Yes, it's all part of the plan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I love it, baby. I absolutely love it. You know, man, it, it's a phenomenal thing, folks. It's a phenomenal thing. I know you, you go back and you look back on your own story, your, your own journey, how you had a certain thing mapped out. You knew your life was going to be a certain way, and God just flipped it and turned it a, a whole other way. That's, I mean, that's what happens when you follow him. That, that's what happens when he's your lead. 
that's what that's what happens, folks. And Romans eight twenty eight is is perfect. It says, and we know that God causes all things, every single thing you go through. That means the bad too. All things to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose. All things, not small, not some, not just the things you get right, but everything, which means all of the bad things that you do too. The lying that you did, the stealing that you did, the whatever you did that wasn't right, you know, the the argument you got into, you had with your supervising, like everything works together to turn out for your good, everything. And I absolutely love it. I had a plan, too. When I was in high school, I was working at a grocery store called Piggly Wiggly. In Hearn, in Hearn, Texas, and uh, that was my first job. I was making about four twenty-five an hour, and was mad because I wanted the four seventy-five. But they gave me four twenty-five, and you know, I learned how to check the groceries and all that, and and I just I just did what I knew to do. And then um, I would go to College Station a lot, Bryan College Station a lot, with my mom because she worked there, and it was about fifteen minutes away from Hearn, so we would go there to Post Oak Mall all the time, and there was a store in there called Express that I just loved, and I figured, oh, this would be better than checking groceries. And so um, I began to uh, to work there. I was working at another store there, uh, but somebody from Express came in and recruited me from that store, and I began to work at Express and, and just um, do the work, just do the work. Didn't have really much of a plan other than the fact that I, I liked being around the environment better than, than everything else, and so um, I started as a rap desk coordinator, a.k.a. a cashier, and uh, worked my way up to being a key sales associate. And then um, after I graduated from high school and went to college, they promoted me to uh, assist, assistant manager and then co-manager from there. And I worked at pretty much every single mall here in Houston, Um and would always fight to get to a larger volume store because the bigger the store, the more revenues it did, so the more money you got paid. And so I always would fight to work at a at a bigger store, better store. And I remember my mama telling me when I was in high school that they actually they pay people to to shop. They pay people to shop. There's people that are merchants that are buyers that put all the stuff in the stores. And I and I want I was like I want to do that I want to get paid to that I had no idea how it was going to happen I just did the best with what I had I had no I knew nobody in corporate I wasn't out networking and stuff then all I was thinking of I I, I would just go up the the typical chain of command I started as a cashier became key became an assistant manager now I'm a co-manager the next goal is to become a store manager. And then become an assistant manager at a larger volume store, then become district manager and then regional manager, just work my way up prayerfully, hopefully, to becoming a buyer one day. And then I remember as soon as I began to really rededicate my life to Christ and and really begin to form a relationship with him, I just began to pray more for God to just order my steps because even though I enjoyed working in retail, it was very stressful. It was very physically demanding. And I remember opening up the mail one day. We would get mail on every Friday, and I was working at Express and Memorial City Mall here uh, in the Houston-Katy area. 
and uh, we got the mail in, and there was this packet that where they were actually training people from the field to become merchants and buyers at corporate. Because we would always complain in the field about how corporate never understood how it was, and they're making decisions, and those decisions are stupid because it was completely unrelated to what we actually needed. And I was like, if only there was somebody there to tell them what we really like and what we really need, then they can help because none of them had worked in the stores before. None of them had been in the field before. So they didn't know. They didn't They didn't know about that life. And when I saw that mail come in, I just knew it was for me. I knew it was for me, and so I applied for it. From her in Texas, there were 72 people in my senior class. I wasn't in the top 10%, but I applied for it anyway. Some of you just need to apply. That Many people, and I put this up late last night on social media, it doesn't, I don't care what you can't do. I, I can and I don't know how. That's not good enough. Figure it out. We live in a world of information. If you want something, go get it. Go make it happen for you. Go figure it out. Go Go apply yourself. And so I applied for it along with 2,999 other people. And then I started to make one cut after another cut along the, the interview process and was able to fly up to Columbus, Ohio, and meet with the CEOs of all of the, the companies that are under the limited brands umbrella, Express, Bath & Body Works, Express Men, Victoria's Secret, Henry Bendel, all of these companies that I had admired and shopped in for years. That's an $8 billion company. And here I am, little old me from Hearn, Texas, with big dreams and goals, with all these people from all these, with all these uh, NBAs and ABCs and all of this. And if it wasn't for the D minus I got in history at Sam Houston, I wouldn't have graduated. <laughs> I was like, whatever. I'm going to get in here and I'm just going to do what I know to do. I'm just going to be me and I'm going to just be great. <laughs> and then a couple weeks later, I got the call out of 3,000 people. The only person from Texas and the only African-American out of all 3,000 that applied. Man, I was so fired up and excited, and it completely changed the course and the path of my life. But it all started with me applying myself, with me believing God's plan over my plan, with me yielding to him. As he was nudging me to go in a certain direction, I would flow that way. As he was nudging me to say certain words. I would say those things. When things began to feel um, like they just weren't flowing anymore and it was a disconnect at the spirit level with what it was that I was doing, I wasn't excited about certain things anymore. I was I was dreading walking into that store every day. I knew there had to be something more and there had to be something greater. And I just believe that because God knew that I would have been willing to do the work and what was required to make it happen, that he was going to open up those doors after doors after doors. And, and you know, Limited Brand had so many different companies that were doing well, but their biggest and most profitable company was Victoria's Secret. And so not only did I get the position for Victoria's Secret, but they placed me with the largest collection and department in Victoria's Secret, which is the Body by Victoria collection, a $1.4 billion brand. One wrong decision that I would have made, and it would have cost the company millions of dollars. They put me in charge of that. Yeah, Hearn, Texas, 72 of my senior class. I had friends who were valedictorian, salutatorian, straight A, on a roll, you know, doing all these other things, and I'm just, you know, I graduated. <laughs> and, and, and here I am managing billions of dollars, every decision, cross 
with the cross-functional partners and streamlining this and that and riding a private jet to New York for Fashion Week and doing the fashion shows and that they that you see on CBS with them and all of those things, man. It's, it's his plan was much bigger. I wasn't a part of network marketing then. That's why I got introduced to it when I was working there. But I wasn't a part of it then, so I didn't know anything about dream building. I didn't know anything about that. I knew I wanted more, you know, but flying on a private jet, being around all these labels and and fancy things, I'd never seen that before until I got there, and it exposed me to more. You see, his plan was so great. The people that I've met there, the connections that I was able to get, and who I was to grow into, it stretched me, it pulled me, it pushed me. It just made me better. Did I always do right by that? Absolutely not. I was stubborn. I would say and do stupid stuff. So, yeah, I I had a lot to do with why I didn't advance a whole lot. But it all worked out for my good. It did. God has a plan for each and every one of us. And no matter how, this is this is one of the things that I love about him more than anything, is that no matter how bad we mess up, no matter how many times we get it wrong along the journey, he'll be right there still. He casts all of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness. And here we are holding on to all those past hurts and things and shortcomings and, and things that we've done in the past, judging ourselves, talking about everybody else judging us. When they're not even concerned about us, is you judging yourself because you are ashamed of what happened. And here he is just working things out behind the scenes, orchestrating this and that and promoting and positioning. Who knew? Who knew? Now, obviously, life is completely changed and different and grown for, for the better. But it just goes to tell, goes to show you that once you apply yourself, the reason why my husband was able to go through that process that he did is because he applied himself. He, he, he maximized those moments. That's all we gotta do. Once you maximize the moment, then you can manifest the miracle. I had a whole nother plan for my life. I knew I was gonna be a VP at Victoria's Secret. I, you couldn't tell me nothing. I'm at the corporate office with all of these. I'm in a, in a boardroom meetings every Monday with the CEO with only seven other people. Oh, I just knew I was gonna be running the company. He had a whole nother plan for me. Which turned out much better. <laughs> but it's all a part of the plan, folks. Every single bit of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the in-between is all a part of the plan. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 tells us, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It's all a part of the plan. Honey. The harvest never looks like the seed. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.